It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad Yeah, this is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast We are here, we are back We are talking that shit In our separate uh, domiciles <laughs> No doubt <laughs> Honestly, I got to look up domicile because I'm not even sure if I use that shit right. I've been in the habit of doing that as of late, like revisiting words mm-hmm. that are in the vocabulary that you feel like maybe I did know what this meant or I think I know what this means. And I mm-hmm. might have actually looked this up before, but just to be just to be certain. I think, you, me- I think you used it correctly. Sometimes, you know, your mind reaches back and grabs things in the right context, even when you don't know. Right. Right, right, right. I mean, that happens to me a lot. I be saying Uh words that I ain't even know I knew sometimes, and I be like, "Shit, is that right?" Surprisingly, okay, that's it. It's like freestyle. Well, uh, (laughs) well, nah, you might have fucked it up. (laughs) A person's fixed, permanent, and principal home for legal purposes. The the definition I see: the country that a person treats as their permanent home. Or lives in and has a substantial connection with. His wife oh, has a see. domicile of origin in Germany. Well, you oh, know, I the, see that. I see that. That's home. That's home. Home right, is where the home. heart is. Yeah, home is uh, you know, your your place, your country of residence. This is your the internet is right. your country. So shit, you are in your home I, of residence, nigga. Yeah, I see a dwelling place, a place mm-hmm. of residence. That's it. That's all I see. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. and then I see a person's fixed, permanent, and principal home for legal purposes, right, which right, sounds right. a little shady. But domicile, uh, that's legal there residence. Too. Yeah, you, you, all right, you, might, you got it right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Depending the on domicile. which definition you come up first on your this is Google search. This is Merriam. Yeah, I got this is Merriam talking to me. Very up. I think mine yeah, is the know, Google. Mer- I think mine is Google, just the regular old Google. Oh. All right. That's well, just the first shit that pop up. Okay. Anyway. That's somebody done paid for that. I, I'm in my domicile as well. Hot than a motherfucker around this piece. I'm in this bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm in here like Rico Wade in the Players Ball video. No shirt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Damn. In the dungeon. Is it? It's just crazy like that. What's up well, with the. the heat, you know, it's a up? heat wave in New York City. And right. You know, this particular floor doesn't have the units in the window because it's you, it's, oh. a, it's a breezy floor. So, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't get that hot on this floor. It's not like the top right. floor where it gets kind of hot. Or the, right. So, it's a nice breeze coming through here. And and if I turned the unit on, then we wouldn't be able to do this podcast in silence. So, gotcha. you know, here we got are. Got it, got it. You know what I'm saying? Well, shit, man. And, and see, Appreciate the, thing, the sacrifice. No, it's no sacrifice at all. See, the thing about New York, though, you get these hot-ass days like this, and where it's like 90-something, and that might last a week, and then you don't get them no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you just got to thug it out. Or tear your whole yeah. house down and put some central a in, AC in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, You know what? Yesterday... 
it's full. I guess I got so ready for the heat wave for yesterday that it didn't hit me as hard as I, I mean, I got AC going, but well, maybe it just wasn't as hot as it was going to be reported. Because when I looked at the little weather app on, mm-hmm. uh, on the phone, it said that shit's going to be 99. I was like, oh, shit. It was. And I was happy I got that information <laughs> early. Oh, it wasn't it? Yeah, okay. It was. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. outdoors maybe for about. 15 minutes yesterday Nothing Nothing super long It might, you yeah. it might not be as brief, It might not be as hot up On that hill Where y'all live But Yeah Down here in the valley Goddamn <laughs> It's hitting you huh Yeah buddy Felt that 99 But see I hung out on the top floor Yesterday Well uh-huh. I, I had them units blowing Uh huh So I had You know I have a, I got a good little weather system You know what I'm saying Okay for for I got I got a system for heat and and for cooling. So on the top floor, you know what I'm saying, you get units in the window, one on the front side of the house, one on the back side of the house. And then the way the you know, the brownstone is set up, you know, it's meant to have a cross breeze the way that it's set up, but you know, with way the way people live now you kinda cut it off. But so what I do is I open up all the doors in between the, the middle rooms. Wait, so what the, you mean by that? Explain well, that. What do you mean the way people live nowadays it cuts off the breeze? What you mean? Because when you, like back in the day, you know what I'm saying, the way rooms were set up, you have rooms that's kind of connected to other rooms and you walk in through one room to get to the next. Oh, uh, okay. And, you know, people don't, you know, use it like that no more. They cut off the room so you can have your own private space inside of a room. You know what I mean? Right. So okay. they close off the doors or they make walls to cut off some of the air. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's mm-hmm. walls in my house that weren't there when this house was built, you know, so that they can kind of right. cut that unit off into an apartment space. So, I'm actually busting down one of those walls tomorrow to open it back up. So, you know what I'm saying, it'll have that, that window in that room will have more breeze coming through and you'll still be able to catch that cross ventilation. But, um, uh, okay. so what I do is I open up those doors and had the units in the in the windows on both ends of the house, and then the two rooms in the middle have fans that blow air through from you know what I'm saying from one of the AC rooms through the middle rooms back into another AC room. So you'll get the AC breeze coming through all of the rooms, and mm. it works. You know what I'm saying? And she go in and she okay. feels like, oh yeah, this shit that worked. You know what I mean? And then in the winter. Uh-huh. In the winter, it's the opposite. So then it's door control. You control the door so so that you don't get those random, you know what I'm saying, um, drafts flowing through all of the rooms. You keep doors closed. Once you keep the mm-hmm. doors closed, then you trap the heat inside of the, the individual rooms, which makes it more um, manageable. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get a draft in a, you know, your house is old, 100 years old, you might get a draft, so... You had to be able to cut those drafts off, and and uh, so, you know, uh, I've been working with it the last few years, just trying to master my door, my climate control, manual climate right. control. Right. Now that's something to, that takes some some finesse. That takes <laughs> it's definitely it's like it's almost like fucking with the antenna on your TV. Yeah. Just a little bit back in the day, just you know, like let me turn it just a little bit. There you go, there you go. That shit sharp than a motherfucker. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. for me, uh, <clears throat> the two air conditioner rooms are cool. 
Uh, but then the kitchen is a room with nothing going on, and it's the kitchen. Right. So that shit is fucking Africa hot, no matter what. It could be 71. That shit, get, if, I, if I use the, the oven, then mm-hmm. it's bananas. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? Uh, yeah. So, so I try like, to stay out you, of there. If you put a little fan in the the two air conditioning rooms blowing towards the unair conditioning room, you might help you out. I thought about that. It's just the diff. I think how the fans are set. I mean, how the air conditioners are set up, it won't catch too much of a breeze. It might. It no, might. You, what I did. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, ahead go, go ahead. Go ahead. Just what you do. Because how my shit. This is the thing. Because you're going back and forth. This is. I love when we get into the AC talk. Because I think we did this pod once before, and I know we got a fan base for this. But uh, I right, so. There's two things that's going on. So, like, when the one room, the living room, the AC is facing, you know, it's it's facing towards the room. Like, the, the window is going towards the room, so it's, like, servicing the room. Whereas, like, in the, the bedroom, it's similar, but it's not, it's cut from a different way. Meaning that if I open, first of all, if I open the door from the bedroom to get some of that AC to move through, mm-hmm. I might be losing AC in the bedroom. See that's you know what, what that's, that's that's what you think. That's what you would say. That's what you would okay. think. See, it's, uh-huh. it's it's like it's like people wearing masks in the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh. If you wear a mask, you, you might lose your freedom. But then you know what I'm saying the shit never Ooh. goes away. Then then you lose your freedoms longer anyway. As opposed to if everybody worked together, then you know what I'm saying you'll have mm. a, a more temperate you know what I'm saying, climate across the board as opposed to mm. one cold room and then one cold room over here and then hot in the middle. And this is what, right. I, had to, this is what I had to tell my kids because they like to take the fans and just point it to on them. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So, yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. nah, nah. Let the fan be a utility to move the air right. throughout the whole house as opposed to just on you. So mm-hmm. if you use the fan to move, because what the fan is doing is sucking air from one place and then pushing it towards another. So what you want to do is suck the cool air and push it towards the warmer air. And then on right. the other side of the house, you're sucking air from that cool side and you're pushing. So you're pushing cool air from both ends to get the rooms in the middle cooled down. Now, you won't have the coldest temperature across the board, but you will have right. a whole moderate. Lot. You have, no, it's not moderate. It's actually cool. It's not. It's not that brick. Okay. It's not like dew. Right. It's okay. not piping like they say in Miami. Right. But it when you go in there, it's very a whole lot better than it is when it's two hot ass rooms in the middle and two cold ass rooms on the end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like. everybody's comfortable. You know what I mean? And that's right. what you. That's what you really trying to achieve is. Uh, the overall comfort of the entire space. So if you took the living room air, blew it towards the middle, then you put a fan facing out from your room and blew it towards the middle. This is like during the day, like when you're chilling in the other areas, you know what I'm saying, where you might have Yeah, to yeah, we're moving about. Yeah, when you're so, moving about. So this your, is- the room temperature is, your bedroom temperature is not as important as it is in the night. You know what I'm saying? So this way you right. can cool down the, the whole place. And then mm. you might feel better in your whole place as you do, as opposed to just ha- Hello? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of having the yeah. um, one room just. Right. 
Right, right, right. Well, that sounds like a two fan system. Yes, it's definitely a two fan system. If it's two two ACs, it's a two fan, definitely. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We'll give it some. We'll give it some uh, consideration. We'll see what's what. Yeah. No, uh, I mean that's just that's just you know saying some you know overall trickery. <laughs> I can dig it. I like it though. I like it though. That sounds. That sounds like it works. Sounds very resourceful. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? In Miami, you got to figure out how to motherfucking keep cool because a lot of times, yeah. like, you know, most people assume that all houses had a central AC. But right. it's older houses. Like, you know, if you live in an older community, your house might not have came with central AC, at least when I was coming up. Now, most people probably have converted some kind of way by now. But when I was coming yeah. up, the house we lived in didn't have central AC. So... You had a unit in the front and then a unit in my daddy room and shit. You know what I'm saying? Everything mm-hmm. else was 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 hot. But you had to figure a way, all right, shit, I can't be in this bitch blazing because you can't sleep. I can't sleep mm-hmm. when it's too hot. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. toss, a turn, and a just a general aggravation. Then you might have right. a you might have a mosquito or some shit like that that adds to it. Then you really in a situation. So you gotta figure out how to do it, you know what I mean? How to how to make the the area cool down best way. Yeah, yeah. I guess I mean it's definitely y'all got a lot more time to really figure that shit out too down there too, where it's hot <laughs> a lot long. You know what I mean? I'm just saying y'all got more time to really get your theories together. Shit, right. we be cycling right. through these 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 fucking seasons, as you said. These shits be going week to week sometimes in New York. Sometimes a nigga might not get a whole summer. You might just get three right. weeks of summer. Right. And then we're going we're gonna give you some mix. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> back, back, to, back to sweater weather. Right, right. You like, damn, it's forty degrees in August? What is going <laughs> on? What are we doing? Oh uh, shit, man. Uh what's going on, man? There's a lot of shit going on. I mean, you know, there's some shit going on. Always, uh, always a lot of shit happening. I'm trying to see what you want to talk about. Are you paying attention, or do you still pay attention to the Kanye show? Oh, um, yeah, you got. I mean, the Kanye show is is always relevant. So, uh-huh. you know, you you do, you know, what I'm saying, pay attention to it to see what he got going. I'm just not of the belief as of most people with it. You know, what I'm saying, I believe he's more. Uh, in tune to what he's doing than than people think, you know what I'm saying? Hello? Think people think he's on like a, a manic you know what I'm saying, situation or like some mental illness break, some shit like that. Um You said I, say that again? I don't know, something you, you dropped out for two seconds. What did oh, you say? I'm you just say? saying I, I think some most people think that he's having a bipolar episode, you know what I'm saying? Right. A, a manic depressed situation or something, he's he's tripping. I think right. that he he I think he's very calculated in the shit that he say. I, very much like Trump. I think Trump is very calculated in his wild shit that he say, and he says it for a reason. And I think Kanye does the shit he does for reasons. You know what I mean? I think he's in a he's he's coming out of a clan that has mastered blurring blurring the lines between reality and and fiction and shit. Do a great job, and it it has drove him to the billions. 
So I ain't, um, you know, I don't lean into it as I don't take it as personal as a lot of people take it. I, I, I look at it. I'm like, okay, that's, he might be on a strategy, you know what I mean? And if, if not, if he's really having a mental break or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Then he's having it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I respect him for his contributions to the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think he was able to. I, um, I read uh, Chris Latimer, who was on the show. He made a post this morning that was, you know, mm-hmm. outlining because you know, like, like he was, he was of the idea that you know what I'm saying, pray for the brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he done said some crazy shit, but his contributions outweigh his his um, negative things that he's done to the culture. And you know, the, of course, people you know gave him a lot of harsh criticism on that comment. Then he so he came back today, kind of outlining some of the contributions that uh, Kanye has made in the game. You know what I'm saying? Not just music, but receipts. Yeah. So he he came back and kind of broke down how Kanye did in the sneaker game what Michael Jordan couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? As far as ownership and owning the rights to his thing and and driving up you know the sales because. Jordan was basically managed and curated because he was in the league. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he couldn't, he wasn't just wow with what he could say. He had to stay in the pocket because um, one, he felt like one, one of the things he broke down was that, you know, the powers that be had something over Jordan with his gambling problem. You know what I'm saying? So he felt like that kept Jordan in the pocket and then, you know, the way that he handled his business via TV, it was very curated, very, you've, you're getting just as much as they're going to give you, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And the mm. most we've seen of Jordan was the last dance, and like, shit, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the most of his story that we really knew outside of the branding. So he was saying with Kanye, Kanye was able to break different molds because he wasn't constricted by certain things. And he was able to, own on his uh branding on his brand and drive up the sales to where he gets a bigger share of the pie and that's what got him to being a billionaire so he was like that has never been done with none of the athletes because they're locked in with different contracts and different restrictions that Kanye didn't have so I was like damn I I never really thought about it like that I knew that he had a lot of control I knew he retained a lot of ownership but I didn't think about it as in relation to what some of the other sneaker promoters were able to do. So, you know what I'm saying? That was one of the things that he broke down. You know, he broke down a few things, but that was the one that kind of stood out to me. That was like, okay, yeah, you got to give him that. You know what I'm saying? And um, now I just, I disconnect from Kanye because the side that he chose to kind of ride with as far as whether it was calculated or just because he out here wilding, but he's just siding with the other side, like shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? If he riding with that, I can't ride with him. You know what I'm saying? No matter how many good things he brought to the game, I can't ride with him on that, man. I, I just I have to divest as, as, from that because I'm not riding with, with that particular thing. Mm. Hey, <clears throat> well, it's funny, speaking of riding with him, he said uh, they was talking about, 
his candidacy, right? You know, because he's mm-hmm. you know he's running the birthday party. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> they were saying, they were saying, yo, who you thinking about for uh, a vice president? Mm-hmm. This nigga said, I was thinking about Trump. <laughs> what the fuck? Nigga <laughs> said, yo, I was thinking about Trump. Oh, man, this is the thing with Kanye. Man. <laughs> that shit, this was funny. That shit is hilarious to me. And it's either it was meant to be funny or wasn't meant to be funny, which makes it even funnier. But um, I think the thing with Kanye, well, a couple things. Because it's interesting, I've been paying attention, I've watched it like, how people respond to Kanye, especially ever since he revealed that, you know, I guess he was diagnosed bipolar, right? Mm-hmm. So, when he, like, put that out there into the world, it's like, that becomes the reason for everything. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, shit, here he go, he bugging, he must be having an episode. People that don't know nothing about the disease or any of that shit, everybody becomes a, a, a psychiatrist like uh oh yeah yeah he's ramping up this this must be must be a bipolar situation and it could be I'm not I don't know I'm not a, a expert on that but I also see people get upset because the thing about Kanye is for a lot of people for a lot of people uh he was so impactful as an artist mm-hmm. that you you fuck with him on a certain level to where like you know he has it all the way invalidated himself as an artist he's had a couple eh, albums but for the most part his run is still very tremendous he's still probably one of the most innovative and uh creative artists we've seen in the last 20 years Mm -hmm. right so i think there's all of that goodwill and there's a lot of people that are, um, they might not be as divested as you are. They might not be as cut and dry with it. Or maybe even they think they are. But then when he has one of these outbursts, a lot of people are triggered. You see a lot of people like, yo, we got to help this brother. We got to make sure he all right. You know what I mean? Yo, 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 yo. Somebody got to talk to him. What's going on, man? Yo. You know, everybody tweet whatever they could do, right? That's their, mm-hmm. that's their help. Is, you know, we got to do something. Send. Right. But... And then I see today, you know, after all of that wild shit that he tweeted, because some of this shit be crazy. It'd mm-hmm. be kind of, yeah, he'd be saying some wild shit. You know, Get Out was about me, you know, shit like right. that. And that's, it'd be shit somewhat, that some, that's shit that has already been said. That was a... Right, that was kind of repurposed. Yeah, that, that was, was a, repurposed. A Twitter but, uh, thing that has always been right. out there. Right, but, uh, you know, the funny shit about, yo, I told Anna Wintour I was doing the... A thing with Gap, she looked at me like I was bugging. Now she kissing my ass. You know, whatever, whatever, right? So he said some other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, calm yay. <laughs> whatever they call the other nigga. I right. would hate to be the cat that they call calm yay. Because right. that means they just totally erased whoever you really were. Now you just a fucking a proxy to this nigga over here. But anyway. But but still, um, you know what I'm saying? You in pocket. You know what I'm saying? You shit, that's he the he Chris boyfriend, so shit. He he in pocket right, as long as that, he's in pocket. Right, but that's just that's basically them saying, yo, he in pocket. Right. Him yeah. over there. Chris that, boyfriend. That's basically his name. Right. Like, but that's that's know? how stepdaddy always is. Is cause yeah, he a he yeah. a young ass stepdaddy. <laughs> shit, he might Oh, be. he a stepdaddy. Oh, 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 I guess Chris' boyfriend, like, that's kind of like stepdaddy, you know what I'm saying? 
So yeah. she's the matriarch of the clan. You know what I'm saying? She make the moves. Shit. He he lay next to her. He's stepdaddy, but he ain't got no juice because he ain't come from no juice. He just, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get it. I understand the play. I, I get the play, but I'm just saying it's just it's damn shame that that's how you just identify. That's your mm-hmm. credit. That's what you're going. That's, your, that's how it looks when the when the credits roll at the end of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. And playing Kanye, Chris's mm-hmm. boyfriend. But anyway, I say all that shit to say, so then people got a little upset at the, the next day when they seen, oh, he just dropping an album. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or some people be like, he always bug out when he dropping an album, da 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 I think, one, you could be mentally ill and dropping an album at the same time. Like, you don't got to, like, <laughs> one thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. One thing don't got nothing to do with the other. Like, it is what it is. You still, there's a lot of mentally ill motherfuckers that dropped albums this year that we probably don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the shit has to keep going because no, that's, that's one of the things he does. So, hold no, on. but what I'm saying, it's just... What's interesting is just how it's interesting, like, just how he's dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost, it's kind of like the same reason why, like, I don't really watch a lot of reality TV. And I think I've said this before on this pod, but, like, you find yourself getting anxious for people you don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see a lot of people like, yo, somebody got to help him. He right. needs help. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, now I'm I'm laughing and being funny about it, but, like, there seem to be people, at least via Twitter and Instagram, via their mm-hmm. texts or whatever they was emoting, that seem to be stressing the fuck out over this shit. No, no doubt. And they stress and, it. And, and they and, stress it out over shit that they can't, com- they really can't control. It's just the fact that you fuck with this person. So he's compelling. You know what I mean? And when the drama comes, the drama be interesting, probably more interesting than other people's drama. So you wind up caught back up in it. And it'd be more about the people being upset or the people being triggered than it is with him. Because oftentimes mm-hmm. they'd be like, yo, somebody got to help that nigga. Somebody got to get, get him some medication. It's almost like somebody got to get that nigga in the room. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was growing up, there would be people and they might not be mentally ill, but like, if somebody had like a uh like a mentally handicapped brother, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, or a sister or a family member or whatever, back then they would say retarded or whatever, which you know, is not progressive. But mm-hmm. like there would be people that they would have in the family and a motherfucker would hide them away from the people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like you 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 could be friends with somebody and not even know they had a brother till you went over to their house. Right. And you like, oh shit, y'all. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it just made me look at like what, how society deals with shit that makes them uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And I think there's a lot of people, even though mental health is 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 become a lot more pervasive in the the everyday conversation, you mm-hmm. could still tell that it makes a lot of people uncomfortable, and it's like. Rather than try to be patient with it, it's either like it's kind of like yo, let's let's get this done. You know what I mean? Let's put some pills in them or get them out of here. What's got? Why is he on Twitter? Like Twitter is a fucking private country club or something. Niggas mm-hmm. like yo, why is he on Twitter wilding? Like nigga, everybody's on Twitter wilding. Right. But anyway, that's it. I, that's I just it. you know what I'm saying if I bought into the if I really believed he was. 
mentally unstable, then I may buy uh-huh. into the rest of it. It's just I don't I don't necessarily all the way believe that that's the case. I don't know, uh-huh. but right. but I can look at it and say maybe it was just something that it was for the for the look because he didn't come out with that until after one of his artists, uh, Kid Cudi came out with his his mental uh situation that he was going through and then when mm-hmm. he who was it he was battling drake and drake said something slick about his uh mental situation and mm-hmm. then the twitter everybody all the fans turned on drake or whoever it was mm-hmm. it might i think it was drake all the fans mm-hmm. came to cuddy's defense like oh no he's you know what i'm saying mental illness is right. real and it was like a real thing and became like a whole movement to rally around Cuddy. Right, right, right. And then the next, you know what I'm saying, come around the next season, now Kanye came out with his mental illness. Now, mm-hmm. could be, but for me, I'm looking at it, he in the music business, you know what I'm saying, he's very marketing savvy, you know what I'm saying? It just felt like a play to me, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know how to take it, for real, for real. Because right. if I don't believe that part, then it's hard to believe the rest of these parts as they are. So I'm looking at the rest of these parts as a play as well. That's just me on most days. You know what I'm saying? Now, some people have told me that he was really in a, in the institution and they was really giving them heavy drugs. And you know what I'm right. saying? So part of me is saying, hey, maybe the dude, you know what I'm saying? Is but then part of me is also saying maybe they just take that shit all the way to the extreme. I don't know. With these Chris Jenner, she's a mad genius. So I don't know. I just you know what I'm saying. If it if it came from any other clan, I might believe it more. But out of that clan, shit. <laughs> Man, I wow. I think they take shit to the extreme with it. Mm. Yeah, I think that also fucks the context up too, because it's um you know that family is, you know, a lot of stunts and shit like yeah, that. You know, Chris Jenner was down. She was down around, around the time of the OJ trial. They know how to manipulate the media and take over. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing it. They know how to do it. And hey, man, listen, I don't know, but I haven't bought into it, especially because he riding on the other side. So it's hard to even have the empathy that you might supposed to have. You know what I mean? As an artist, as a, you know what I'm saying, as a man, you look at it and be like, you know, shit, I hope he's okay on his personal side. I don't go too deep in it because I don't know him. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but as a business side, I'm like, shit, he all the way winning. No matter what y'all say about what he's saying, he all the way winning. You know what I'm saying? Shit, his family is intact. His business is at the billion mark. You know what I'm saying? His music, he dropped his music. It works most of the time. So business-wise, he is all set up. He's good to go. He got all what everybody else is striving to get. And, you know, on the personal side, if he has the mental illness, then damn. You know what I'm saying? Prayers go out to the brother. But if he don't and he just playing us, then, hey, man, it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I yeah, I think it's all volatile with him. I think the business is volatile. I think the marriage seems to be volatile. Seems like his health is volatile. His his music is volatile. It's all, but that also is 
could be argued that's what makes him Kanye. You know what I mean? Who he might have came in the game unstable. He came in the game making niggas uncomfortable. He didn't have the hits, but he right. came in the game. He want to rap when everybody like, yo, just play the beat. You know what I mean? Right. He jumping on tables rapping. He doing all types of stuff. So it's it's part of that. But um, I was gonna say that uh, I just hope the uh, I don't even hope I don't. You know, I'm just I just pay attention because that's why I said the Kanye show. Because, again, to your point, <clears throat> we'll probably never know how sincere or ruthless or deliberate this is. If this is a rollout or if this is a cry for help or if this is a hybrid, you know what I mean? It could probably be all of that. Um, I always was like, my thing was I always judged them on the music. And I'm be honest with you, after these last couple albums, not that they bad, but they not where I, I don't really need Kanye doing gospel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, I'm just not the biggest gospel head anyway. I think he's cool at some of the shit that he, cool, that he does, and it's, it's decent. It, it, he can, he know how to make the gospel sound good. He know how to chop certain things up. But overall, it don't hit the same. It don't hit the same. So it's kind of like, you know, I appreciate it, but this ain't, this ain't what I come to Kanye for. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, we will see, but he got an album dropping on Friday. So, <laughs> mission uh, accomplished. All, all his outbursts happen right around releases. He got a yeah. he got a shoe dropping and an album. Okay, but you know what was interesting? But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead finish your point. Ahead, no, that was it. That's all. Was, he got a shoe and an album coming. The twenty fifth you know, is so the funny. shoe. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that little weird looking like the seashell looking shit. Uh, the beige and blue looking shit. I don't know. He got a few different situations coming out. He got the one shit that looked like a little seashell that you put your foot in, and niggas oh, is acting like it's doper than it. Really I mean, is. people people love it. He he feeding them, dog. He feeding them. It's yeah, going, it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna go buy it. I'm I'm just I'm I want to sit back for the 20 years from now. I want to see the Kanye 30 for 30 or whatever the equivalent of it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they yeah. break down all of the the whole play. And then, you know, maybe, you know what I'm saying, we'll just realize his genius either as a genius marketer or as just, you know, a, a mad genius that was, you know what I'm saying, mentally ill. Right, right, right. Could be. I thought about this because it's, it's, you know, a lot of people be like, yeah, psh, there you go Motherfucker had to roll out Here come the album Here come the sneaker And it kind of gets You know like Chalked up like Yeah okay I see what it is The bullshit mm-hmm. But I was listening to Angela Yee She made a point That was kind of interesting I don't know if she was being funny But it might I think I don't know She was like What if You know Album release time Is triggering for him I never thought about that <laughs> And that, that You don't know But you gotta think about that Cause that's like The summation of whatever You had been doing you know what I mean? Like you about to present some some new shit to the world, whatever you've been working on, your new creation to the world. That shit might throw you the fuck off. And now you do run through your little spiral. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it ain't. Maybe it's maybe that's how he did maybe that's part of the process. Maybe that's how he bounces the record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who knows? But maybe, maybe that really is it's legitimate. 
I think I think uh, he, he wins either way. You know what I'm saying? By just yeah, by yeah, us yeah. having this this twenty minute conversation on what ifs, right? Is he wins? You know what I'm saying? I think from the moment when he started aligning himself with being mental ill, and that was the same time he was aligning himself with the greats, where he wanted to be aligned with the greats. You know what I'm saying? I'm this, right. I'm that, I'm Steve Jobs, I'm whoever, I'm da 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 da, I'm Walt Disney. You know what I'm saying? And most mm-hmm. of those guys had mental illness as well. You know what I'm saying? I just think he 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 is very deliberate in his alignment across right. the board. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's always been, you know, off the cuff. And I think this actually gives him a license to do it to the extreme. And I, I think mm-hmm. he's maybe pulling off the greatest performance arts you know what I'm saying? Scenario in in our times, mm. but yeah. that's me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, that's just how right. I take it. I, it's and I, like I said, I don't know him, so I can only derive. You know what I'm saying? From my own perspective, what it right. could be. You know what I'm saying? Just like we do with anybody else, we don't know these celebrities' lives or whatever. We just come up with our own thing that maybe it could be to. You know what I'm saying? Help us process what what they putting out in the world. Yeah. Speaking of winners, tonight, the dog versus the dog. DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Uh, What are your thoughts? Let's talk about it. Tonight, the celebration. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Tonight. The celebration. Uh, I, I I hate to have to try to hype it up. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't. Why? Wow, what you mean? Because like you know what I mean? Like now it, it gets all these promos and it's you know it's kind of hyped up. But uh-huh. my you know what I'm saying my my I I know the product. I, I don't know, but maybe the production value may not live up to this big you know dog versus dog. You know what I'm saying? Because then it's, it's really what it what it's always been. You know what I'm saying? Two cats in front of the camera playing their music. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited. I, I want to see the, the personalities. You know what I'm saying? Which both of them have great personality. So I, I'm excited to see what comes of Snoop Dogg's laid back demeanor and DMX's manic expression. You know what I'm saying? Now, if somebody said DMX would have some mental challenges, I would believe him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they, they've always been there. And he's never used them as marketing. Mm. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. But I guess yeah. he ain't never, that, maybe not explicitly. Yeah, yeah. He didn't explicitly drop his, uh, his, his medical chart out there for I us. Mean, he does bark. Yeah, he does bark and he does does call himself the dog. You know what I mean? Like you know, who knows? Maybe that's. But he also he was also smoking the crack. So yeah, man. Right. Well, there a, you go. That's a whole another level. Maybe <laughs> that's a whole another uh, level of medication. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a yeah. That's a different. That's a different type of therapy. And but uh, it, it's also a testament to the 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 strength of. Him personally, you know what I'm saying? And also, you know what I'm saying, a testament to just 
the 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 uh, staying power of crackheads in general. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you know, people we dying off of eating chicken too much and shit. Crackheads be living right. long ass, rough ass life. You know what I'm saying? And still come out, get off crack and be looking good. Like God damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. the dog had a whole career on crack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. from the beginning to I mean he had a whole lot of legal issues and lifestyle problems and shit, but it never threw him off his career. His career stayed nah, solid. I, did. I mean, I'm just saying, no. like I'm no, I'm not saying he never fell off or he didn't have to go away to prison, but here we are. And DMX is <laughs> still you're making here. it sound like the crack didn't have an effect. No, the crack it's always the, the crack had an effect on his rise and his and his fall. But he's still right. here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Here he is yeah. 20, 20 something years later. There's a lot of niggas ain't make it to be here. No doubt. No doubt. No, no doubt. No I, doubt. That's why but I said it's a not. testament to his strength as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm just saying yeah. I, I likened it to the crackheads who come out of crack. Did crack for 25 years and still here and got their grandbabies and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a testament to right. like Like all drugs, people don't come off of it that way. You know what I'm saying? Not And not all right. crackheads succeed, but I'm just saying I've seen people do crack and come back. And be like, shit. Yeah. Like they was preserved. Like it has some type of embalming fluid in it or something that preserves you. It's like a war. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. It de- Well, I don't know if it preserved them, but they survived it. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit did something to them. No they doubt. Just survived I mean, it. come on, like, come on, like any anytime you you have an addiction, it's gonna do something. To, anytime you go through anything, it does something to you. But you know what I'm saying? I'm All just right. saying in a general. I'm not. This is not a scientific uh, exploration of it. This is like a, a general. You know what I'm saying? Ghetto way of saying, God damn, you. You know what I'm saying? You still here? You still looking good? Golly. You know what I'm saying? You smoked all up, cracked them that many years. There's people who ain't do no drugs that fared worse with their health and with their physical fitness or whatever. That's all I'm saying. This is a generality of of uh, ghetto observation, not uh, a real scientific uh, fact that I'm speaking. I'm just talking shit. Oh, okay. That, right, that the just, dog is still check. here after all that crack and all yeah. that jail and all that shit. He's still here and able to even be relevant to be on a versus right. with Snoop Dogg. There's a lot of guys right. that, that ain't here no more that, that you can't even right. dig up. Yeah. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, he's still around. He still resonate. The shit he put out. He still he still means something to people too. I think it, it is. I think uh, I think even before, because you know what? To be totally honest with you, I'm sure there were a ton of other rappers that were on crack that might have survived just like DMX too, but they didn't stay relevant because maybe the shit that they put out didn't connect you in a way to where you was like, yo. I fuck with this cat. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, certain people, like, just like with the Kanye shit. Like, whatever he going through, there's people that are like, you know what? I'm going to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I'm going to still be a fan type of shit. Like, rather than just say, all right, I'm going I'm to let you just chalk you up to the abyss that is whatever it is. You know, mental illness, addiction, whatever. I'm going to let you do you. 
You know what I mean? There's other people that's like, yo, that, that first album was still crazy. I hope you get that shit together. You know what I'm saying? Because this first album, this shit still, it speaks to me. You know what I mean? It's that type of shit. Who fucking knows? Right. I say all that shit to say. Uh, I got Snoop Dogg winning. But I think the shit going to be better than we expect it to be. I think it's going to be. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be no blowout. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're going to be in the same spot. I but, mean, uh, I think we've long given up winners and losers in this versus thing. Yeah, I don't even. But yeah, yes and no. You know when it's a win, and you know yeah. when it's a loss. Yeah, yeah and you know man, when most, it's a, a just a good it, time. Uh, yeah, a lot of it always tends to trend on losers having a a poor connection. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or you know what I'm saying? Some some they they sound ain't right. You know what I'm saying? If it's if if everything's if sound is good and everything's everything, then usually people just have a good time. Nah, I I think sometimes I think there's still a winner and loser when there could be a distinct winner and loser. Sometimes so when was the, the last time? So when the last time you had a winner or loser? Jada kiss and Fab. Jada beat Fab. I thought Jill and Erica was a good time. I thought mm-hmm. Beanie and Bounty was a good time. I wasn't really mm-hmm. that invested. I thought mm-hmm. uh, I thought Luda versus Nelly. Luda won. Yeah, I but Nelly had the, bad, versus, had the poor ass connection. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not even saying that. But I even right. think even if Nelly had a good connection, he'd have, he'd have lost because he was playing the wrong records. Right. In my mm-hmm. opinion, that's right. just my opinion as a fan and somebody. And all of this shit is there was nobody that lifted somebody's arm at the end of the shit to pronounce him the winner. Right. It's still up to the people. Nah, and no yeah, doubt. it's a it's a vibe and it's an event and all of that shit. But there is also a point to where you like, oh yeah, they won. Like, it's not as big a deal because it's yeah. also a celebration yeah. now. That's been, it's been, like, recontexted now because you don't want to, you want to get people involved that feel like they don't want to lose nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? But when it was, when it was the battle sensibility, initially, people were still looking for winners and losers. At some point, there were people with scorecards. You know what I'm saying? After a while, maybe you threw it out because you were just having such a good time. You know yeah. what I mean? But they, you know, there was still a presentation going on. So at the end of the shit, somebody could say, yo, I think that person won and I think that person right. lost. And, and That's again, all. a lot of times it boiled down to technical situations. Yeah. That's like, just like with Sometimes. Nelly, right? With Nelly, right? Even though he may have played the wrong joints, soon as he came in with the technical difficulties, he started sweating. You know what I'm saying? His 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 the, the sweat bees was all over his brow. He was you know fidgety and nervous because he was trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? That can affect the performance. And yes, it's gonna c- cause a losing look. You know what I'm saying? But I think once all things are like even and the sound is right, everything's good. Lots of people just have a good time and not even and count it as a win or a loss. Not since for me. Not since the Nelly battle has it kind of been like a winner loser. It's just been like this this versus. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, I still be I still be paying attention to who I think won. But you know, you didn't even really watch the Jada and Fab joint, so no, nah, I didn't really you know catch I mean? that. I didn't really catch that. The, then the uh, Alicia, Alicia Keys, John was more was that's like, a presentation. You know, it was a presentation. And yeah, like, it's been being, becoming more of a presentation 
You know what I'm saying? I'm interested to see how they produce this one. Um, yeah. I think when they have them in the same room with the one camera, it gets... Right. It's like a PBS production, but with, you know what I'm saying, HBO build-up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah you get the... Da, 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 dog versus dog. Then it's one camera and two niggas sitting in one room right next to each other and some chairs. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? So it 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 don't feel it don't feel like the the stakes are there. It just feel like all right, we gonna play these records. You know what I'm saying? When they're at home and they got to do it themselves and shit, that's when it felt like you know what I mean. We were there. It felt like the 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 comments were just as important as the artists, and the artists felt that shit because they was looking at the comments at the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's when the stakes really get like, oh shit, let me get my shit together. Let me play the motherfucking joint. So it's like you'll see the comments saying, yo, yo, you got to go to your motherfucking A-list now. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you right. need that coaching. And, and you can right. see it. You can see the artist really like, oh shit, let me let me dig in my motherfucking shit and pull out my good shit and stop playing around. Right, right, right. I saw somebody, my homie. Or somebody say, uh, yo, I don't just, I just don't, I don't know why, but I just don't believe in DMX's Wi Fi. <laughs> I was like, damn, that shit is hilarious. They not finna let real. DMX be off on his own. They gonna put DMX in a room, dog. Swiss gonna produce. Yeah, DMX man, I'm out. sure. I, I hope so. I hope they're in different rooms, though. I do hope they're in their own spaces where they could be them in those man. moments, because that I think that adds to it rather than them both. The neutral, you know what I mean? Like the, uh, just the no home field advantage type shit. Mm-hmm. That kind of, to your point, it kind of neutralizes it. Especially, yeah. especially like you could do it with it's Alicia and John Legend because they probably cool, they cordial. Their, their music doesn't even evoke that spirit. You know what I'm saying? But like DMX and Snoop, man, that, that shit talking, that's... That's aggression. That's you know what I mean. Like you don't want to have to be civil in the midst of this type of sh- this this shit that I'm playing. Nah, nah. I need to be around my people. Right. I, I, I don't know, but I know if they let, they, I know they're not gonna let DMX be off in his on his own recognizance. Yeah, he probably gonna be with the Rough Riders. He'll or fuck around and and cuss his kids out in front of you know what I'm saying? in front of the verses. Yeah, battle. you know what I'm saying on some real yeah. regular day to day shit. Hard to contain, hard to control. Right. So I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I've i only been around DMX once when we had him on the show. And uh-huh. it was very nervous for his handlers. You know what I'm saying? The whole experience, like the whole day. They they had to, right. lie, they had to lie to him to even get him there. You know what I'm saying? And then right. once once they got him there, you know what I'm saying, they... Uh, they he he forced them to tell him what was going on. This was this was Yard Fest two, at uh right. at Howard, and DMX <laughs> was performing. DMX was headlining the shit right. So uh-huh. you had the guy Randy Acker from Def Jam who was his handler for the day, who's like mm-hmm. the Def Jam lawyer. So he's like a very important guy at Def Jam for legal reasons. Mm-hmm. And so right. they didn't tell DMX he was performing. They just had him as coming up for an appearance. And 
So DMX, you know, they had to trick him to the campus. One, they was he was very nervous. Niggas chain smoking cigarettes all day, trying to finesse this guy to get to campus. Then they they, right. they finally got him on campus. Get him in the room. He look outside and he's like, "Yo, these people were expecting me to perform." And it was right. and he was kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like, "You motherfucker, you didn't tell me that. You fucking liars, you motherfucker." You know what I'm saying? He just cussed the motherfucker up and down. Now, mind you, they all had set up MTV Diary. You know that show Diary where they Yeah. They had set up an MTV Diary to shoot this performance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they out there with the cameras and shit. It's all, you know, you got the people all over the yard. It's going down. That show had Foxy Brown, Noriega, Fab, when his first album was dropped. So this shit was crazy. And then. I was there. I got yeah. photos of that shit. Yeah. Then motherfucking no. DMX is the headliner. So he cussing the motherfucker out. I thought he wasn't going to perform. Because I've, I've seen this before, except for the dude when when it was, it was LL. This was later. You know what I'm saying? LL found right. out he was performing and then was kind of mad, but it was after the fact. This was before right. the performance. He's like, yo, you motherfucker, you didn't tell me I was performing? These people expected me to perform. And then the dude was like, ah, ah, ah. And the motherfucker walked out there and... <laughs> Threw down, you know what I'm saying? He he did what killed he had to do. Shit. He killed the <clears throat> shit, you know what I'm saying? Because once he got out there, it was just like I'm gonna give these people what they want. But you motherfuckers right. lied to me. But that yeah. was the only way they was gonna get him there. You know what I'm saying? If they had told him beforehand, he probably wouldn't have showed up. So they thought, you know what I mean? So it's always an experience just trying to handle him and get him to do what he's supposed to do. So I don't know. Where he's at with his with his mindset right now, but I'm sure they're not gonna let that motherfucker just be off on his own. We'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he's uh you know, hopefully he's in a good space and it all works out for the best and good entertainment for everybody else. Hopefully, after that story, I hope he know he doing first. <laughs> I hope they don't pull him in a fucking room and be like, yo, we got 20 joints for you, nigga. We just need you to stand in front of this camera. Yo, Swiss. Nah, what the man, fuck, Swiss? That, you didn't tell me yeah. I was doing the fucking right. internet, Swiss. That, that's foul. That's what we only did. They hit you with the switch and rule, and you turn around and there's fucking thousands of kids outside waiting for you to perform. Nigga, like, oh my bad, I forgot. Now nah, this ain't a baby shower, but we it's need more, you to perform Yard Fest too. It's, it's more common than you think with labels. I'm sure because the, the artists don't always want to do shit for the labels. You know what I'm saying? Because especially yeah. if they're not getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like right, motherfucker, right. you already eating off of me. Yeah. Right. I'm not, do, I'm not gonna do extra shit. So they do they little shits to trick them into doing it. Cause right. it could be good for them. It could be, but it could be communicated effectively. Yeah. It's fucked up. And, and, and who knows who, you know, every 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 instance is, is unique, right? Mm-hmm. But that's you we gotta if we were to scope if we to pull out you know, on the whole shit, that just sounds like a lot of shit that needs to be reconfigured. You know right. what I'm saying? Because if we're in a situation where me as an artist feel some uh, a little bit of discontent with my situation, 
You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like how I'm set up over here and over here where so much so that my label got to deceive me to get shit done. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, just, that's a fucked up situation to be in. I mean, it's a fucked up situation to right. be in. Like, damn, we got to do it like that. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know? if you're on crack, dog, everybody got to kind of get you to do shit in a different kind of way. You got to be communicated to differently. Yeah, I understand that. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that nobody, like I said, everybody, everybody's playing a part in this. You know right. what I'm saying? Like nobody is, nobody is uh, an innocent party. You know what I mean? But if you also think about it more often than not, more often than not, I, I mean, and I don't even like saying he on crack, whatever, whatever, because I don't even know if that was ever, you know, all the way valid. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if that's alleged or if that's for real, whatever, whatever. But nah, it, it, um, I interviewed, uh, I interviewed Wah from Rough Riders, okay. and, and he said it. he broke that shit down to me. He was like, when they first got him, he was hot, and they was trying to get the album finished, and DMX dipped out and was in Atlanta and just in a room. You know what I'm saying? Right. Smoke out. They had to go get them. They had to go get them, clean them up to finish the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but that, he, that's he was the breaking, point that I'm about to make. Yeah, he was go just ahead, breaking down that that has been a problem okay. his whole career, even before he he got it popping. You know what I'm saying? This was right. Like that's my point. Right. That's my point. But it's so so if you go in business with a crackhead, mm-hmm. you know you're going in business with a crackhead. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, hey, you know, like this, this, this is this is different. This is different. This ain't just going to business with with alcoholic or whomever. You going to business with whomever. You right. going in business, but that shouldn't be the reason that you got to deceive a nigga. You know what I mean? That's not the that's not the crackhead offense. It's Man, like, oh, you got a crackhead. You, you ever you dealt gotta, with a crackhead? Yes, I know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they not, they yeah. not dealing straight. They gonna deceive you. <laughs> true indeed. True indeed. True indeed. I'm not saying again. Like I said, there's no innocent parties, but deception is still deception. No you doubt. Know what I'm saying like you know like high on crack or not, I'm gonna feel a fucking way if I come all the way out to D.C. Unbeknownst to me, I go out this door and it's thousands of kids that expect me to perform. For free, right? And they saying, "Yo, this this is this is a good look for you." Da 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 da. You know, we probably should have. You know, we probably should have informed you or whatever, whatever. You don't know how that should have set that motherfucker off. Like no, that shit could have gone crazy. Yeah, it, it went left for a minute, and but he 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 knew what it was, and he the thing about it was he is more connected to his fans than you know. what I'm saying you're a typical artist. You know what I'm saying. And his yeah. point was, after he cussed the motherfuckers all the way up and down, his point was, these kids expect me to give them something. And I'm going to it, give it to them, regardless of how we arrived here. I'm going to give them right. the shit that they came to see. But you motherfuckers, right. you ain't shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. And then nigga exactly. walks out, jump on the stage, and do that shit. Yeah, because the kids might be the kids are the only innocent party. Right. The, the, you know what I mean? Like you know, the label that was foul. That mm-hmm. was foul, and especially the fact that you know that I love my fans. 
You know right. what I'm saying? Like it's manipulative. It's just no like, doubt. It's like, it was uh, straight. All you gotta do manipulation. Yeah, but these motherfuckers yeah. had done set up a whole TV show shoot. They set up the whole shit. Nigga. I mean, and it, it happened. <laughs> it happened again. Like I said, with LA MTV too. Right. MTV was like a whole. It's fuck, a fucking network. They out Nigga, there with the cameras. Me. Like it's already. It's set, dog. If you, right, right. you know what I'm saying? If you look at the picture, it's a picture that we used all the time to promote it. Yeah. Right? You will uh-huh. see the cameraman in the audience, like above the right. crowd. You know what I'm saying? We'll, I'll right. post that shit on the Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You actually got that, that show on tape. I wonder if I can convert, right. it, convert it to yeah. some shit by tomorrow. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, see what's what? The, uh, you could see the cameras in the crowd. It was set up. But. And another time on the Yard Fest as well, same thing happened with LL, who is not on no motherfucking crack, who's a lucent, right. you know what I'm saying, straight right, up, exactly. you know what I'm saying, he do his, he handle his business, he kind of do his business. And he was, you know what I'm saying, he was kind of deceived into what, what it was supposed <laughs> to be, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like they told him. He was just, you know, just, it's an appearance, just show up, you know what I'm saying, do a song and right. keep it moving. But right. so he came up, he did one song and then he did his did head sprung, which was the hit right at the time. And yeah. And then he was like, all right, I love y'all. Howard University. I love y'all. Peace out. And they booed him. And he was like right. perplexed. Like, why they booing? Like, I just gave these motherfuckers. I came out and show love. Like, why they booing me? Uh-huh. and shit? I'm giving them a free show. I gave them a, to me. I gave them a, being a, the headliner. Yeah, I gave them a, a, a free little shit. But what happened yeah. was he was performing the homecoming concert later where he was getting paid. So he wasn't going right. to do a full show for free when he was, right. you know what I'm saying? He's, it's against his contract to do a full show for free. So what what his thing was, was like, yo, like why would you put me in this situation? And at this point, yeah. it was from the manager. It wasn't the label. It was the manager. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why would you do this to me? Right. You know what I'm saying? But the manager's thinking, because you wouldn't have done this shit no other kind of way, and we trying to sell this album, and it's thousands of kids out here that, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we might need this. You know what I'm saying? But instead of telling him, they just roll with it another kind of way. Right. So... You know, it was what it was. It was, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't a good look. You know what I'm saying? He was right. upset. It didn't feel good to deceive LL. I didn't know he was deceived, but you know what I'm saying? But you know LL right. is, you know, straight up and down. You know what I mean? He ain't right. doing, doing no extra shit. He come handling his business. Right. right. And so. they still hit him with the crackhead off. Yeah, they still with the, hit him with the <laughs> crackhead move. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, shit, man. You know, look, man. It is what it is, I guess. I'm curious how often that happens in other genres. I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it does. I'm not going, you know what I mean? But I'm just curious what the rate is to where, like, uh, you know, where we felt like, what well, we had to do it this way because you, 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 you ain't got no vision. Right. <laughs> your, vision is, your vision ain't like our vision. So we had to deceive you. Because <laughs> it's for your own best interest, right? I hold mean, you know, saying sometimes, hold sometimes you these these uh, cut this representatives this, uh, they have relationships, 
and shit. Hold on right? one second. All right. All right, I'm back. Yeah, the phone popped out the situation. Now, oh, um, actually, hold sometimes on. these the representatives oh. they they have relationships and they're trying to manage the relationships because, you know, on one hand you're doing this one thing, but my relationship with this particular organization is going to get us this this you know what I'm saying a discount on this you know what I'm saying get you a cover here you know what I mean all of this shit works together, but Instead of breaking all of that shit down, because none of that shit is already set up, you say, hey, let's get this little one uh, favor accomplished. And then, you know what I'm saying, you'll be in play for all the other shit. But, but the way that they communicate that to the artist sometimes is not that straight up, because sometimes that artist is only about, nigga, I'm about this bread. If it ain't about that, man, that shit don't make no sense. I'm already LL. You know what I'm saying? I don't need right, right. all that extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but, you know, you don't want to disappoint the relationship because you got five, six other artists. Now, LL don't give a fuck about all well, the money. Well, you don't want to fuck up the money. Right. LL don't want to, don't give a fuck about all them other favors you need for this one and that one and the up and coming one. He think about himself. So, you saying... You trying to manipulate it to where he don't even have to know all that. Just get out there, do your thing, and it's all good. And then I work my hand on other shit. And that right. could come off as shady. Yeah. Yeah. It could. Because it's not. It is. Because it is. It is. Because it is. Nigga, you can tell me all of that. You can tell me everything that you were supposed to tell me. And I'm still right. entitled to make that that decision. decision. And even if right. it is, even if it is, fuck all that. I want my money. That's my right as a performer to want my money. Now, you as the record label who want to be able to leverage or this artist to get more money or whomever to get more right. money in the future, you do a roundabout way to get some shit for free, basically, out of your act. You exploit your act to further get more shit in the future and then you recast it as having vision mm-hmm. but you really just didn't allow your act to make an informed decision about their own career right you know what i mean and, that, and that's that's the thing that is just that's the foul part about it you know obviously right. it's business and it's shady and all types of shit's gonna happen so it is what it is but that's the type of shit you can understand why motherfuckers be having a a, a bad taste in their mouth about their labels or why right. Motherfuckers be swinging on label people or, right. you know what I mean? Or anything, like, because right. that motherfucker was deceived. Right, man. But, you know, that's there. And But as a person, as a third-party person that's just doing things, you know what I'm saying, to support the brand that I'm working with and the activities that I'm putting on, I'm exploiting that as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what you got to do to get them here, but can you get them here? Yeah, I could get him that. I bet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, you know what I mean? I, you become part of the problem, but, you know what I'm saying, you're you're just out here trying to get shit done. And I think a lot of times there are shady shit that is done. Well, that ain't on Most you. That's not on you. No, I, I ain't saying it's on me, but you are part of the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, my whole, like, yeah. that whole ride when I was doing that kind of shit, your whole existence is getting the artist to do some shit for free. 
and the artist right is right. damn sure in business to get paid to do shit. So, yes, I'm going to try right. to provide as much value as possible to the label, to the artist or whatever to to make them see the opportunity in the best way. Now, I don't know how the label goes about getting it actually done. If they sell the whole vision, I know a lot of times they sell the whole vision. And sometimes they trick the artist into doing shit. I don't know. But I do right. know that the trickery does exist and and that um, you know, this what I'm asking usually has a higher value than what I'm offering. You know what I'm saying? But on mm-hmm. the flip side, I became a master at adding up enough value pieces to to make sure that the label, the manager, and hopefully the artist understands the uh, value in doing this thing with me. And a lot, most times that's what it is. But sometimes, like I said, in those two particular cases, those are the only two times that I actually saw that the artist was deceived. And... Right. At that moment, I really didn't give a fuck about how y'all got this motherfucker here. Cause mm-hmm. I got seven, eight thousand motherfuckers out here, and you said you told me that this was good. You signed this piece of paper that said this was good. I don't give a fuck what you said to that artist at this moment. Like you signed this shit, let's go. You know what I'm saying? After the fact, you're thinking, damn. What what kind of shit is going on to where they have to, you know what I mean, do that? But with DMX, I understood why. With LL, I didn't understand why. I'm like, damn. I felt bad when it when it was LL because he 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 was earnest in his, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm going out here and I'm doing this thing for these kids. Right. This is free. You know what I'm saying? I'm showing love. And and he did it. And he did it with all full intensity and then they booed him you know what i'm saying because he only did two songs which you know speaks to the uh the spoiltness of the the program that we have built up we built the program up so so many years to where when it got to ll they expected this full performance from an a-list artist and we only gave them two songs they booed him even though they paid nothing you know what i'm saying it's a free show like you should be a appreciating whatever you get so it felt bad in that damn we done created this thing that has that that has gone to this place where you may not be able to satisfy these kids and then at the same time is we was in a place where damn this artist was deceived to get here right <clears throat> yeah man i don't like it <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like. It. I just don't like it. And I you're an like artist. The fact you're an artist. Yeah, but I just yeah. I get yeah. No, I, I guess I'm looking at it like that. I mean, I've been on both sides. I've been on the side of what time is the artist going to be here? Can we? Is he going to be okay? Does he know? Whatever, whatever. I see it. You know what I mean? And like yeah. And I guess now on this side, I'm just looking at it like, yo, that shit is crazy. Right. Because I'm also looking at it from the the side of the performer. Right. Like it is something to summon. To, to like If there's one thing To say Yo Especially when it's Thousands of kids Like you said It's one thing to say To get your head right For a performance Of thousands of kids That's part of your That's part of what you do As an artist That's part of your uh, 
your occupation, your every day. It's like to make it the best. Obviously, you probably got a show in the can because you've been running shows and shit like that. But preparation always helps. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, you might want to say some slick shit about DC because you in that spot and you might have, you know what I mean? Or you at Howard or whatever. You might have, or you might have wanted to do something different or whatever. Whatever the case is, or you might have just wanted to not perform today. Cause you it's Wednesday, you ain't think you was performing. You thought you was off. You been performing all last week. Now you gotta jump out there and get these kids a show and mm-hmm. a show, not a bullshit show, but a show on par with the shows that everybody else get. Cause it's DMX at the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. what they're gonna say. They're gonna be like, "Yo, was DMX dope or was he whack?" And if he was whack, that's what that's what they all go ahead. They're gonna say, "Yo, Randy Acker was fucked up or whomever." No, you know, no shots at that cat, but they don't know him. You know what I mean? DMX is the one that's going to take the L. And the other thing is, I hate the fact that the fact that he's a crackhead is used against him. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you're like, yo, I mean, it's fucked up that they, you know, they, you know, I, I see why they did it with DMX, but I don't know why they did it with L. I don't think they should have done it with either one of them because, like you said, yeah, I know crackheads, and I knew a lot of functioning crackheads. I knew crackheads that was on at work, on time, and at, you know, got, you know what I mean? Because they wanted to get high. So they had to do everything they wanted to do so they could go get high and get it done. You know what I mean? Not every crackhead is just all willy-nilly. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they, I mean, obviously, the crackhead profile is probably not the most, you know, that's probably not 740 credit. You know what I mean? You might not want to hire this guy, but there are exceptions to the rules. So, but the thing is, deception deception. It's like, God damn. And it's just... I don't know. I, don't, I guess it's just like you put to your point. I performer, so it touched the nerve because mm-hmm. it's just like, damn, they they just got that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, right. they just got. That's like that's like somebody telling LeBron, "Yo, we we gonna go to a funeral," and then next thing you know, we pull up at Rucker Park. <laughs> Yo, LeBron, we need you to score forty. I know, I know, we were saying was going to some other shit, and I know you got a suit on and shit, but we got a duffel bag with all of the shit that you play ball in. We just need you to score forty real quick, and we'll talk to you about it because I swear this is the best thing for your career. <laughs> like, huh? Anyway, I don't know, man. Shout out to DMX. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. Uh, it should be good. I wanted to do this because I know we talked about this uh, off mic. Uh, last week I don't know um, I was gonna say We do like a little uh, Some type of giveaway nothing, Something cool Nothing super crazy But I think If you go in the SoundCloud comments And you're the first person in the SoundCloud comments To correctly predict The first record By is it either or both DMX and Snoop? Mm-hmm. If you could predict, what we going to go with, both or either? What you think? They got to get the double either. whammy? Either. Either? All right. All right. All right. So, bet if you could pr- correctly predict, you're the first person in SoundCloud comments to correctly predict the first record, either Snoop or DMX plays, and it's right, we got something for you. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that we'll see. See if motherfuckers play Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's something. what I'm saying. I'm not. We got something. We got something for you. <laughs> we might shit. Nigga. It might just be. It might. Hey man, it's more than what you had yesterday. That no sounds doubt. bad. Record label too. As, as my uh, grandma shit. would say, "Am is better than Nam." 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, shit, man. What else is good? What's going on, man? Anything else you want to chop it up about? What's on your What's on your mind? Oh, man, I, I really, I, I didn't have anything particular on my mind, man. I'm just in the moment enjoying. Okay. Enjoying the conversation, enjoying where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, feeling like, you know, I'm about to get back to work, work for real. So, right. you know. I'm just really taking this little pandemic as a little vacation for real, for real. Because I see, I know when it's going to end for me as far as work. So, I'm enjoying my last couple right. of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Staying yeah, in my, yeah, my well, mental what space. You think? I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading, um, reading Osho's reading? Joy. You know what I'm saying? It's a book by Osho. It's like a guru. Osho is like a... He's okay. Like a, he's like a guru type of dude. You know what I'm saying? That that kind of okay. helps people get to to their nirvana. You know what I'm saying? Type of shit. Uh, but he has oh, a book called okay. Joy. He has a book called Joy that I'm uh, mm. reading right now. Um, and it's it's mm. you know it's talking about happiness and it's talking about like the part where I'm at right now is kind of breaking down, not trying to. Trying to be happy or trying to make that happen or forcing it. Like happiness comes right. in, you know what I'm saying, in doing what you do as you do it and being happy about doing it, which I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Because when right. you create, that's what that's what really happens when you're creating. So I get it. It's just applying it to overall life. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes in overall life, you try to control certain aspects. And so, just reading it right now. So I haven't tried to apply anything. I'm just reading. So I'm in, I'm enjoying reading that. And I get up in the morning, I read that shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I, I take it from there. Um, so that's what I'm on right now. Just just overall coming to that point in life where you start erasing the you know the trying part. You know what I'm saying? I'm this. I'm that. I'm competing. I'm, you know what I'm saying? You, I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting to that place where that's not even where I'm at no more. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm, I'm just being in my space and I'm doing the shit that I do. I'm doing it at the best that I can do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not putting any uh, entitlements on it. I'm not putting any, uh, this is, this is the goal of this is to make, I'm not doing that right now. What I'm doing is, I'm going to create these things and give them to the world in a way that hopefully the seeds grow into some harvest and I will enjoy watching it grow. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be in that space. That's why I'm at right now. I guess, you know, I you just grad. I'm just trying to graduate from, because, right. you know, at a certain point you're, you're, you get beyond the point of, uh, yeah, I'm trying to be the number one nigga in this. You know what I'm saying? Like you spent years doing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah, at yeah. a certain point, you, you can't be. It's not even cool to be the old dude talk about you the number one nigga in this, and I'm gonna come and crush the competition. Like that's cool, <laughs> but then you start looking like Trump and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Which I guess he made it to, you know, the the highest position in this this land or whatever, but. 
that ain't what I'm on, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my shit. I'm trying to be cool and make make shit that that helps the world in a way that I feel like needs to be added. You know what I mean? Certain things need to be added in the space. Certain ideas need to be added in the space. I want to put those ideas in the space. Yes, I want right. to win. And yes, I want to live a, a, an abundant life. So, but I'm not, I'm not finna, you know, um, kill myself to say, look at me. I'm the best motherfucker who did it. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear so, very. That's why I'm yeah. That's what I'm on. I dig it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm on that shit too. You know, that whole. I can't call it. I might spoil it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just out here living this shit day by day, trying to get to the end of this shit whenever the end comes through. Uh, similar to your kind of, yeah, like, your vacation analogy. Mm-hmm. It feels like that. You know, like, when you do, you finally get to your destination or whatever at the hotel. It might be an all-inclusive situation or it might be wherever you at. And it's like, all right, so what are we doing now? What we gonna do here? It's like relax, enjoy yourself. You here, you in the moment. This is it. There is no more. It's kind of like what we talk about when we had Carmen in here. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's time to be. You no, know, whatever that is, because all of this shit is all of this shit is distractions. Even the pursuit, mm-hmm. that's a distraction. You know what I mean? Like it is. You are who you are. You know what I mean? You're gonna do what you're gonna do. Everything else is, you know, it's, it's, it's something to focus on, whether it's productive or not or whatever. That's, that's distraction. So, you know, just understand that even when you wipe away to the distraction, you're still going to be. You know what I mean? So you might as well get used to that shit. Mm-hmm. Might as well figure that shit out. So I hear you, man. I'm over here being as well. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm out here being, man. I don't, <laughs> I've been watching, been chilling, watching TV, reading a little bit. I've been, uh, for God, real quick, I've been looking at these. Um, there's a cat, I think he plays for the, I know he plays for the Sixers. I think his name is Matisse something, Taboo. I think he's one of the rookies. Him and this other cat, JaVale McGee, who's not a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are two NBA stars that I've seen been doing some vlogs from the bubble. And. It's, they're pretty interesting. It's just interesting just to see the environment that they're playing. And it, it feels like the like a combination of like um, college orientation meets uh, convention weekend. You know what I mean? Because they like they turn basically like they turn like a ballroom. Like they had a hotel, so they they turned the ballroom into a real ballroom. Like a ballroom now, it's like a basketball court. Like four courts, <laughs> and they just running fools out there. Like it's crazy. And one of the things that I didn't think about until today, I was watching this. I was I was listening to think uh, Kenny Smith said a point that I ain't think about. Uh, one thing that that just to mention with this whole bubble shit, there is no home court advantage. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was saying like he was saying it in a way that he thinks that rookies. You know, or young players may do better than expected mm-hmm. because a lot of times the rookies and the young players will get in their head about playing, you know, on the road. You know what I'm saying? Right. There ain't no crowds. road games. Yeah, you know all that a, shit. A lot yeah. of these cats fresh off a of small, you know what I'm saying? They, they know right. they went to college and had big, big crowds, but 
that that right. small AAU circuit, you know, high school circuit is still fresh in their mind where it wasn't that many people they were playing in front of. Sometimes right. AAU, you ain't you playing in front of just a few parents and shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. it might feel a little more native, you know what I'm saying, to some of the younger cats. And it might feel yeah. disconcerting to some of the veterans. Like shit, this shit all quiet and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed right, to, what is I'm supposed to dunk. It's supposed to change the momentum in this bitch. Yeah, right. Yeah, this shit's supposed to go stupid right now. I just got done dunking. I typically I hear all types of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget they said. Um, I'm trying to find what they said. They they calling it the kid the um, the NBA cast are calling it Orlando AAU. Right, because <laughs> right, it, it's like AAU. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the thing is, this is an AAU generation in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even, even as far as LeBron, like, he's AAU cats. That's why they all so friendly and they all know each other and shit before they get to yeah. the league because of the AAU circuit. Right. You know? Right. By the time they yeah. get there, they all know each other. Like, shit, I played with him. Da da da. I played against him in Orlando. Right. I played against him in the national championships. You know, blah, blah, blah. Then he went to Oak Hill. And I, you know, mm-hmm. man, all that shit. They all know each other, and them been in the same circuit before they got to the league. Since they was like eleven. Yeah, I'm just interested to see how this shit gonna play out. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's it's yeah. almost like a throwaway season, but you still it's still somebody got to win. Right. And I saw somebody said, I I wish I remembered the athlete so I could credit them, and I gotta find it. But to that point of being a throwaway season, because they were saying, yo. Will this season have an asterisk on it? He was like, yeah, they have an asterisk on it, but they have an asterisk on it for this, these reasons. And this is why it's not a throwaway season. And it was like, you know, talk about the, the pandemic being away. Like, just all of these, these outsized variables mm-hmm. that are outside the norm. Mm-hmm. So for you to triumph in that is something for you to celebrate. It's not, it's not yeah. like, let's not just, just uh, kind of discard it as... Orlando AAU NBA light like cause right. it's still the NBA playing right. it's just in a different situation yeah. and he made some valid points where I was like damn I wish I, I knew that the, I wish I had the shit to, to pull up and reference but if I find it I'll post it on the yeah. Facebook but it was it was deep man yeah cause at deep. the end of the at the end of the day everybody dealing with the same shit it ain't like your team was playing this right. team and that team had five injuries and shit to, to four right. of their starters and then so now your shit got an asterisk Nah, yeah. you you all dealing with the same shit. You in the same, you all living in the same place. You still got to play ball. And somebody going to win. Somebody going to yeah. lose. And at the end, there will be a champion. And that's going to be that. We'll head into yeah. next season and see what it do. Yeah. Well, scrimmages start tonight. So if all you got right. NBA TV, yeah, they start all week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Tonight, Orlando versus the Clippers, Washington versus Denver, New Orleans versus Brooklyn, Sacramento versus Miami. That's all tonight. And oh, then there's shit. more so games it's, coming it's, up. It's yeah. on. This shit is on. This shit started. This shit is underway. <laughs> but I'll be watching the dog versus the dog. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Shit, well, we know we're going to be this week. So uh, before we tell a friend... You got. I guess we already did our part in words and shit. So uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, and even an enemy, to get in a conversation. We are out.
in the conversation.